Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, November the 17th, 2021. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here with my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen, to discuss uh, the last event of this year for us in PGA uh, for our coverage, the RSM Classic. What do you have to say, Mr. Hansen? Well, I say let's roll in some birdies here before the holiday break. Let's finish strong with the last big event on the PGA Tour, full field. Uh, and you gotta you gotta roll in birdies at this event. A 19 under has been the magic number lately. Uh, with these short courses, you can really you can really go low here. Absolutely, and I'll tell you what I've I was mentioning to Andrew before the podcast. I've been to Sea Island, uh, Georgia, the resort there. I didn't get to play golf. I was there for a conference, but it is stunning, man. It is so beautiful. I know a lot of the, you know, guys from that area, like Davis Love the Third and everything, they're, you know, they have homes down there. And oh, what a, that's like heaven on earth. It's a beautiful course uh, and, and beautiful courses. They have several courses there, um, but yeah, it should be a real fun one. And then, you know, as far as with our members, uh, PGA-wise, we will uh, crank it back up for the first event after the first of the year in Hawaii, and then we go all season until now, basically, you know, the almost the end of November. So uh, we're, you know, we're excited for this event, a little break, and then uh, to jump right back in it. But this event is great, the RSM Classic Sea Island Resort Course. Uh, again, in Georgia, they play uh, the seaside course and the plantation course. Then there's a cut and then they play the seaside course uh, twice on the weekend. And it is a beautiful, beautiful course. Water all around. Just, you know, fantastic. Uh, it's short, though, as Andrew said, the two courses, one is 7,005. That's a par 70. The other's 7,060, a par 72. So these guys have been playing 75 7600 yard courses you know and you know it's it's a target golf thing whoever's hot keeping the ball in in play and keep you know rolling the putts in is going to smash it and it's going to take some mid to low 60 scores to get it done like it has recently so it is a beautiful course i will say that the um seaside course is a slope rating of 141 so that's no joke uh, but those guys down there that play on that Bermuda grass and roll those those greens are they're my favorite. I love Bermuda. I think it they roll so true, you know. Yeah, and they're um, you know bigger greens. Uh, they do roll pretty quick on the stint meter at twelve. But like you said, it's not the it's not really the toughest course for these guys with two inch rough, which we've had recently on some of these courses. Right. Um, you know, down way down south. Uh, so it's just a matter of you know keeping it somewhat straight and and who gets hot on the greens. Exactly. And you know this course has been around since 1929. So this isn't one of those they just threw in there. There's a lot of history here. Colt and Allison were the original designers, and then they spruced it up with one of my favorite designers, Tom Fazio. I love the way he has the slight slopes and he just, he's a, he's a fantastic course designer. And uh, this, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun tournament to watch. I always, in you know, when it gets this time of the year, you know, and you're not playing much golf and everything else, it, it makes you Jones to want to get out there and hit the ball, you know? No, it does. It really does. 
Definitely. Well, we'll go over some some things like we normally do, some course history. We'll talk about a couple of the key statistical categories that we think are going to come into play. We'll look at the odds, of course. Uh, you know, it's it's a good tournament. It's a solid field. You don't have all the big boys, of course, but enough that, you know, you, it's going to take somebody playing some some good uh, good golf to get it done. Um, I'll start off, Andrew, with with a little bit of recent course history. What seems to have really paid off, off for us this year in PGA is, you know, it's different uh, courses for different horses, as they say. And, and there's certain guys that play certain courses very well, and they can't wait to get back there. And we all know golf is such a mental game. If you are approaching the course feeling, OK, I'm going to crush this, then, you, you know, you know, have a much better chance to do that. So in the last three years, here are the guys. And, and please stop me, Andrew. I'll, I'll go just a group at a time so you can tell me if anybody jumps right out at you right off the bat. But, it, you know, this is workforce on the last several podcasts. So I want to stay with stuff that works, uh, that get us a lot of top 20 and even 10 finishes. So last year, Streb, Kisner, Tringali, those were the three guys that stood out to me the most. And Landry was on there as well. But uh, the first three especially – uh, you know, great top five finish last year, like the course, in decent form, decently priced. Uh, what do you think of the, that group? Yeah, Streb is the guy I like the most there, not just because he beat Kisner in that playoff, but because he's a lot cheaper here on DraftKings. He's 7,500, Kisner 92, yeah. and he's he's had a month off here, so not quite sure about his form. But Streb played last week down by you in Houston. Yeah. And finished tied for seventh with a final round 65. Nice. So he's got that combination of the great course history. So he's excited about this course with the great feeling of that nice Sunday finish. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see now last year was a little quirky with, with COVID and everything. So some of the guys didn't play, but it's still a good picture the year before though, this is the group that I focused on and I built some lineups and I have like three of these guys in there so far. So this is from two years ago. Uh, I know it's a lot of guys for you. This is the first time I'm throwing it to you, but just maybe pick a guy or two out that jump out. But here's the group that I'm talking about. Uh, well, one guy's obvious. I'm just going to say right off the bat is Webb Simpson. I mean, he's, you know, the year, even the year after this, before this, he did great. But Simpson for sure, Duncan Munoz, Todd your buddy, Danny Lee, my buddy, Norlander, and my best buddy, Scheffler, who did not get it done. By the way, my, I, I will, I, you know, we're always full disclosure here. We went into the weekend uh, with the golf lineups. I mean, I was in the top like 0.3% and my guys did not, let's just say they had to change their undershorts after <laughs> their performance. They did not finish well. So I want to pull guys out of this group, Andrew, that not only can get me through to the cut, but now can finish it. So I'll mention it again. Duncan Simpson, Munoz Todd, Lee Norlander Scheffler. Yeah, Webb. Let's let's just go to Webb Simpson here. Um, chalk. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll take some of that chalk this week. He loves these par 70 courses. He loves this one specifically. Uh, you know, after this second place finish you're talking about, and you referenced the year before he finished third. So he loves this course. Now he has had a month off. Also, there's a bunch of guys here 
we're coming off a layoff. So that's a dynamic we have to deal with. Right. But during this month, I heard an interview from him. He said he had a, a lesson with Butch Harmon. So he's feeling good about his game. Um, pricey, but I, I'm willing to pay up for him this week. I agree with you. What about my man Scheffler? Yeah, he's, you know, he's on my radar too. So it's tough. Uh, can you get to both of them? You know, he's really knocking on the door of, of a win here. Definitely. And he, he hits the stats that I'm looking at. Um, I mean, top five finishes his last two, two events. I know. Uh, tough to fade him. He's on a roll. Yeah, I just hope he doesn't start getting this Sunday blues in his head a little bit because, I mean, you know, he needs to win a few tournaments here. I think, I think he's the most talented in this field personally. I mean, he's younger. He's been playing. He has, you know, he's not off a layoff, so he know he's got those juices flowing. So I'm with you. I mean, I don't know if I can get enough value to play Simpson and Scheffler, but I'll tell you, I just feel like Scheffler's going to win a couple of tournaments here, and maybe this may be the first one. Yeah, absolutely. And the one other guy I mentioned from that list is Brendan Todd, who has made six of seven cuts here and tied for 11th his last event. He's 8,400 on DraftKings. There's a little bit more than I'd like to spend for him. I yeah. like him more in that 7K range, but um, you know, feel pretty decent about him as a cash option to make the cut. Okay. And then from three years ago, small list here. You already mentioned Simpson. So Howell the third, uh, Rogers and Luke List. Any interest? Yeah. Uh Rogers, I mean, none of those guys I'm I'm psyched about specifically. Yeah. Uh Rogers had a fourth place finish at the Butterfield end of October. So you know, you never know. Seventy seven hundred. He's he's playable. Um, Luke List was tied for 11th in Houston. Right. Um, he missed the cut at this event last year, but like you said, he played well that year. Mid-tier option, 7,500. So um, a little more excited about the high finishers from the last two years than three years ago. Yeah. No, I'm with you, especially that from two years ago. That's going to be my bread and butter, no doubt about it. Uh, do you want to share with us your main stat of the week that, that we need yeah. to focus on? Because that'll help clear some things up. Stat of the week I looked at was greens and regulation okay. for this current season. Uh, because those three events that you just went through, the last three winners here, they finished tied for seventh, tied for fourth, and first in greens and regulation that week. So okay. I think it's a key stat here on this course, like like we talked about it. You just avoid the trouble. Get yourself on the green and regulation, and you just the more chances you have at birdie here, you need it because you got to go low. So, looking at greens and regulation from this current season of the guys who are playing this week, Louis Oosthuizen ranks number one. We know he's a tremendous ball striker, and yeah. these are small sample sizes here. But um, Kisner is second on the list, so that's that's the thing. We know that he's been working on his putting, and that's what's been holding him back. So if his putter gets hot, like a lot of these guys, uh, he's the you know poster boy for that type of dynamic. Definitely. What did you say his price was, or did you mention? He's ninety two hundred on DraftKings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Little... DraftKings didn't give us any breaks on the. No, on the they did not. Price. They really no. did not. Uh, here's a value play potentially. Davis Thompson, sixty four hundred. So hmm. you know that's something I like. A guy who's hitting it that well. You know, again, small sample size, one event. Sanderson Farms, 
uh, we finished tied for 35th. But here's the thing about Davis Thompson, younger guy. He is one of the local players here. Went to the University of Georgia. Just heard an interview with him, and he estimates that he's played these courses 50 to 75 times. Wow. You know, and for a young guy, you know, he's playing them consistently in the summers, during his breaks. Tough flight for that poor gent, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finished tied for 23rd here uh, a couple years back. So he's done it, even though he's young. He's going to be mostly a corn ferry tour guy next right. year. But yeah. but there's a value option. Um, other guys here ranking high in greens and regulation. Corey Connors, no big surprise there. 9,900. Uh, yeah. He hasn't played since early October uh, when he played at the Shriners. Yeah. Um, Russell Henley, who has been playing recently, tied for seventh in Houston. 9,600. Yeah, he's, he's higher yeah. on my list this week. Coach, what do you think about him? I like him. I, I think that's a great play. I mean, he's been steady and right in the thick of it. And again, I hate to always be repetitive, but we want guys that we feel super confident will make the cut. And I think he gets in there. You know, uh, he's one of those guys. But like I say, I think the theme this week, Andrew, and that's why I can't wait to get to that part of the show, which is the, the viewer's part, favorite part is, is the value because there's a lot of these guys are so expensive. And it's not yeah. like we're talking about Rory and you know, uh, you know, JT and these guys, I mean, it's, right. it makes it so tough to build a lineup. So we're going to have to find some serious value uh, elsewhere, but I do like Henley. I think he's dangerous. Yeah. Most of the other guys on this list of greens and regulation are much more affordable. We've got Mito Pereira, who's 19th in this stat. He's 8,300. So he's a mid tier option tied for 29th last week. Lucas Glover. He's had a month off. He's only 7,000 uh, more of a veteran, of course. Nick Watney, 23rd in greens and regulation. He's 6,200. He's missed his last two cuts. Yeah. Uh, Russell Knox, he's missed his last two cuts after some decent finishes. He's 6,700. And then your man, Scotty Scheffler, rounds out the top 25 for the guys who are playing this week. So, yeah. You, you, know, know, you know what I was going to say makes it so tough? And I know I'm being repetitive here, but we do have a bulk of these guys we're considering that haven't played in four weeks and there's no other, you know, sport that we, you do DFS where guys just don't play for a week, a month or two or whatever. And, and it's hilarious because no matter how much in depth you do, and you, you do a phenomenal job getting some of those backstories and interviews and things like that. But there are guys that take a month off and maybe they go on vacation with their family. They just put down the sticks they chill out and they're going to ease back in. Then there's other guys that take the month and just get the lessons from Harmon, go out and just grind on the practice and they're ready. So that's the hard part. And that's why I'm always a little wary of taking these guys off of layoffs because you just don't know which side of that coin they're on, you know? Yeah. And there can be, you know, very different uh, months off, like you said, um, Plus, even if it's, let's say, Webb, you know, he got his lesson, he feels good. He still hasn't played tournament golf in a month. You know, the jitters, you know, does it take him around to get back into it to be, you know, razor sharp on that short game? Yeah. Uh, it's tough. So, you know, it makes sense. You might want to lean towards towards Scheffler in that price range uh, who's been playing. But that's a nice segue into another high-priced guy here, Harris English, because I wanted to talk about the Sea Island residents are playing this week there's six of them and harris english is in that mold because he's taken a month off he had a back issue 
he had to withdraw from his last event. So yeah. what what's he been doing? Is it you know how much has he been playing, resting? What kind of form is he? And he finished tied for sixth here last year. Um, but I'm planning to fade him. You know, he's over yeah. ten thousand on DraftKings. I'd rather go with Webb. Uh, you know, who's not dealing with a health issue or Scheffler. A hundred percent, man. I mean, I just, in, in this type of scenario, you just can't take that risk. I mean, yeah. I, if you want to in a GPP and the guy's a hundred percent healed fine because he could win the tournament, but for a cash hybrid player, a guy that withdrew has been off a month. I mean, I don't care if he lives on the third hole. <laughs> I mean, you know, physically, if, if you can't do it, you know, or you ease back, you know, it's, I just can't go there. Yeah. All right. Well, the other five Sea Island residents are value plays potentially. Patton Kazire, 7,100. Uh, he's made his last two cuts. He was tied for 10th last year. He's in consideration for me. Yeah. JT Poston, uh, he's been cold lately, 6,300. Um, you know, he, he does have a top 15 finish here. Uh, Keith Mitchell, 7,200. Um, Hudson Swafford and Grayson Sig. Both of these guys are 6,600 on DraftKings. Swafford has made three straight top 35s. So that's pretty decent results for a $6,600 player. Yeah. And then Grayson Sig, uh, he's made three of his four cuts. He's an up and comer. Played here in 19. He missed the cut, but his final round was a 68. So, you know, those, those five guys, I may have to go with at least one of them. Uh, yeah. Local guys, good price, and, uh, you know, aim for a top 20. Yeah, the guy I have circled on that list for me is Mitchell. I mean, I've, I've taken him a few times recently, and he, he grinds. He makes some cuts. He gets it done, and that being his home, he was the local that I liked uh, the most. Uh, and even though uh, Davis Love III, I mean, he's a Georgia guy. He, he has homes in, you know, however, however many places he wants. But I know he spends a decent amount of time. And I figured you'd you'd have them because every guy over fifty that plays usually grab them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I usually like one. Uh, but he's no, you know, no love for Davis Love. Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, <laughs> I, I like some of the older guys a little bit. You know, the other older guys better for some reason. Well, Love. Um, I mean, what is he like? Sixty? He's probably he's getting he's up, up there. there. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. yeah. Um, so. Final category for me, coach, are the value plays who you know have some success on this course. Yeah, uh, we mentioned Davis Thompson, the sixty-four hundred dollar uh, young gun, and then two other possibilities here: uh, Camilo Vijegas, sixty-eight hundred. He finished tied for sixth here last year. He's made two of three cuts recently. Yeah, and then our man Danny McCarthy, who can really putt it. $7,000 on DraftKings. Uh, his last two events, tied for 15th and tied for 11th. Yeah. So we've talked about him before as being one of the best putters on the PGA Tour. If he just has his tee to green game in decent shape, then watch out. And he finished with a final round 64 in Houston last week. So, you know, a guy who he finished tied for eighth here two years ago. Uh, I'm willing to, to roll the dice on him and hope that his ball striking stays solid. Well, you're you're the sharpest golf PGA DFS guy I know because that's the one value guy I was gonna give to the show. <laughs> All right. but now I've got nothing. You might as well. well hey, <laughs> I mean, we got the good vibes. Then we're both on yeah. him. 
I definitely like him. I mean, he rolls the ball so nice, and I, I think he's just at that price. I feel super comfortable. He makes the cut, hopefully, you know, and uh, just think again, like I say, if, if I want to try to go up and get the Shefflers and Simpsons, you got to find guys like this. that are going to make it work. And absolutely he feels pretty safe to me. Yep. Let's do so, it. Let's, let's lock him in. Let's do that's That's our value play of the day. And then we have some more value plays that, that we talked a bit about prior that we'll, we'll release in, uh, in discord for our members. So if you want to become a part of what we're doing here at Coach Talk, if you enjoy the sports, I mean, we're focused big time on the four major sports. There's no baseball right now, but PGA, NBA, and NFL, we do 11 podcasts per week. We're providing full lineups on uh, Yahoo and FanDuel and our famous coaches clipboard, which gives you a highlighted starting five uh, or group. Uh, depending on the sport, and then a bunch of other players to fill in with. So we'd love to have you, dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up. I always say this on Wednesdays. It's the perfect day. Three-dayer, you get all of our golf today, and then the weekend-only golf on Friday. You get an NBA 11-game slate today, which is awesome. You get the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday action NBA, and then Coach and Crash and Josh attacking that Thursday night game. And if you want to do uh, a five-day for just $19, then you also get all the NBA weekend coverage and the NFL full slate on Sunday. So uh, our guys have been crushing that. So we'd love to have you uh, join in with us. And again, with golf, we'll be taking a small hiatus if you're a big golf fan because we don't want to go into a few of these things that just aren't solid. So we're going to get ourselves ready and before you know it, the, the Hawaii uh, spin in January will come around. And again, we'll cover every week of PGA uh, from then on until this same time next year. So outstanding stuff. All right, Andrew, how about some, some statistics as far as Vegas goes, the odds to win this event? And I always love getting some of your feedback here because you can equate it to some of the pricing. Uh, there's no uh, mystery to it. The two favorites are the two guys we keep talking about: Scheffler fourteen to one, Webb Simpson sixteen to one. Yeah, I think it's deserved that they're the two favorites. Um, it's tough to bet on Webb to win with this month off. Scheffler seems like more of a sensible bet if you're going for the outright winner. Yeah. Here's a guy that we didn't mention, I don't believe, on the entire show, and he's the third choice, Brian Stewart, 16-1. to Is he really? Can you believe that? No, I cannot. I, it doesn't make any sense to me either, <laughs> but he is. Somebody in Vegas thinks that he's a stud on this course. And then you've got Cam Smith at 18, Oosthuizen 22, Connors 25, Henley 25, English 30. So a mix of these guys we talked about. Kisner 32 to 1 might be a good bet. Uh, 35 on Norn. So any of those surprise you? No, those all make sense to me. Um, you know, that's that's that really second competitive group. Um, right. Where I'd probably rather bet on those guys to make a top 10 guy like Connors or Cam Smith. Yeah. yeah, it's I mean that that's what makes this so competitive. Uh and but some of the guys we mentioned that are, are steals, in my opinion. 
Streb is 75 to one. I wouldn't mind taking a shot at that. Yeah. Um, now we're talking. Yeah, that's getting into it. Uh, our guy, Denny McCarthy, 90 to one. That's sort of a fun little look. And then uh, let's see if we have a few guys, other guys that were surprising to me. Russell Knox, 150 to one, but he's let us down recently. Your buddy Viegas, who doesn't squat all the way down for his putts anymore, is now 160 to one. And then Davis Thompson, 160 to one. He's on the board, man. That might be worth a shot. Who's who's to say a guy like that can't step up in a field uh, like this? You just never know. A couple of guys, the last ones I'll mention, uh, just from an odd standpoint, just to give you an idea what Vegas sees. We did mention Brendan Todd, who's 60 to one, which I think is, is a very fair price. I like the 32 to one on Kisner. I really do. I think that's a, a, a good one. And then I'll repeat the two guys because you got two different scenarios there. You know, and some people may want to go there and some uh, won't, but Henley's 25 to one and English is 30 to one. Uh, so, you know, a couple combinations. And then Vegas, the last guy I'll mention, because he's starting to concern me and I'm thinking of playing him. And that's Corey Connors. He could come back and just win. He's he's played, he's one of the most, you know, not talked about guys this past season that just was a was a monster all year. And Vegas sees him at 25 to one. I don't know. I, I may have to get him in there, Andrew. Yeah, he's so solid, no doubt. And then the other guys you mentioned, the 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 numbers I liked the best were Streb at 75 to one. Yeah. Only only guy who's won this thing twice. Yeah. Coming in hot. And then Henley, 25 to one. Uh, he's he's been right there recently. Yeah, definitely. Let's get it's wide open, that's for sure. And uh the pricing makes it even more dicey. So Definitely check us out. We'll be posting uh, in our Discord this evening. Again, uh, we'll be posting uh, full lineups for Yahoo and FanDuel and then our clipboard uh, for DraftKings. So that is it, my friend. Time to uh, crush it this weekend in golf, and then we have to clean our sticks and put them in the garage until January. <laughs> Sad but true. Yes, definitely. Uh, any final thoughts or words? Yeah, let's hit them straight and roll in some birdies here in the final week. Yeah, it's going to take, like we said, probably 20 under or less to, to get it done. So we need some low scores from our guys. And uh, let's see who can go low and get it done. So appreciate all of our PGA listeners that have listened in through this entire season. We've had a really solid PGA uh, outcome throughout the whole year. Um, definitely looking to hit it hard this, uh, this week. And then, like I say, we'll have print uh, plenty of promos we'll even have a pga membership that we're going to offer this year that starts in january i think it's the sony open is that right isn't that the first one in january or is it the term, uh century tournament of champions oh yeah that's and then right. the that sony i think yeah the top group right right yeah. and then we get all those beautiful hawaiian uh, views on those courses so <laughs> awesome well thank you so much for listening in thanks for listening in all season uh, kill it this weekend, just knock them out, and then uh, we'll be ready to attack PGA because we're going to eventually get out on the course for real, Andrew. Now that now that you made the hole-in-one and, you, and you're famous on Twitter, um, you know, I need to, to get a little bit of that feel when I'm out there. That's right, yeah. Uh, since our last show, knocked it in at the 11th hole here around the corner. I had yeah. a lot of fun with that. 
soft little seven iron, little backspin, bing, right in the right in the dish. I love Baby, it. Baby, smooth seven iron. It actually landed like six feet in front of the cup and then just rolled right in. I wanted to make it better. I wanted it on a string coming back. No, you know, it was like, you know, it was a little cold out there. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, fantastic. And thank you again if you listen weekly to our podcast. Uh, don't forget about us. Uh, listen to our we, we, everyday NBA, uh, lots of football pods, and then we'll jump back in with golf. So have a great one. Roll them straight. And uh, we'll be back with you uh, for golf in January when we look to crush it in DFS.